Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of the Happiness After Codependency System. I don't need these in my ear. Take my ear by that. Um, <laughs> just habit from running classes. I'm excited to be with you guys this morning. We are going to explore today episode number 12 of Emotional Wellbeing, the, how discomfort is your ally in healing from codependency. So we're going to jump into that real quick here. Uh, before we do that, I need to get this, again, shared out to the community. If you're looking for a safe haven where you can find additional guidance, support, and tools in your journey beyond codependency, come join us in the community. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Make sure you check out the rules before applying to join so you understand how the group works and if it's a good fit for what you need in your world right now. So I'm going to get that shared out right now. And if you're watching via YouTube, Guys, hit that sh hit that uh, like button and that subscribe button. And then if this video, this training impacts you and you feel like it would benefit others, share it out to them. And thank you for sharing my material out there, guys. With, with the world, you're helping me grow, helping me grow the impact of my work and helping me succeed in what matters to me in my world, which is helping you guys succeed so you can enjoy life beyond codependency so today we're going to talk about how discomfort is your ally because i'll tell you if you're doing the work discomfort is a common frequent companion as we heal from codependency so hey pamela good to see you so <clears throat> in codependency there's one thing we are habitually trying to accomplish and that is a sense of comfort we want to ease down the anxiety, the pain, the discomfort, the, the sense of exposure that we're dealing with. We are seeking a sense of safety, connection, and identity in our world. And we're hoping in that that we can relax and that the internal tension we carry in our body, the, the hot prickliness of anxiety or discomfort can ease a bit. And so a lot of times what we are doing in codependency with people-pleasing, with avoiding conflict, with trying to control outcomes, is trying to mitigate this intense discomfort that we often live with. Uh, and this aspect of the world of discomfort, this is a signal that something is off. So typically discomfort is going to show you two specific things in your journey. One, it's going to show you that something is often incompatible. It's not aligned with you. There's a change that is necessary for you in your world to get aligned. The second element or second uh, component or revelation or uh, signal or, or usefulness of discomfort, rather, is that it shows us where we're growing. We're reaching the edge of our comfort zone. But there are some particular signals that differentiate discomfort because something's out of alignment versus discomfort because we're growing into something new. So this is where our discomfort is a fundamental ally to us in our journey. So f let's focus on discomfort because of misalignment and get a little depth on that. And then we'll jump into the second form of discomfort, which is about growth. So that first form of discomfort because of misalignment, this is showing up because there are things in our world that are not congruent with our well-being and our happiness. So this might be a touch blunt. So if Check in with your capacity, check in with what you have available today energy-wise to process and consider before continuing to listen. 
to make a little check in there for you so you can take the appropriate emotional response for you for your well-being so when we are in unhealthy relationship systems unhealthy culture systems religious systems whatever it might be there is going to be an intrinsic discomfort because it doesn't add to or contribute to our well-being and happiness instead this discomfort signaling us to the fact that our well-being is being diminished it's being harmed it's being neglected it's shrinking we're discovering that there is more pain involved in trying to maintain our connection with this person place thing or system culture whatever than there is from disconnecting from it the discomfort in this is signaled by a sense of fear a sense of danger danger that there's harm to us in this dynamic now these can feel a lot the same way as discomfort in the growth zone but there's a way to discern the difference between the two one the growth zone the discomfort of growing into something new is oriented or pointed towards uh, healthy things things that are adding to our well-being and happiness and that are challenging us to let go of things that have harmed us that have diminished us that have taken from us conversely if we're in the discomfort of something being misaligned something that is not working for us then that harm that neglect that negative impact is amplified in that dynamic so we're pointed at something that keeps contributing to that neglect to that harm and to that pain that's how we dis, dis, distinguish between the two elements there what is what basically what am i focused on where is this taking me and is that adding to my well-being and happiness so this gets back to a primary question i have my students consist constantly ask themselves in their healing work is are the choices and actions I am making adding to or taking away from my well-being and happiness? If they're taking away from my well-being and happiness, they're not the right choices. If they're adding to it, they're the right choices for them in that particular situation. This is how we get back to sobriety. We get back to a consistent contact with what is real rather than operating in the land of fantasy. Because with fantasy especially in the land of discomfort, a lot of times what happens, especially in that first form of discomfort, the discomfort of something being misaligned with our world, the fantasy in that is that we're going to try to become very tolerant of the discomfort, very tolerant of the painful things, the harmful things, the neglectful things that we're being consistently exposed to. We're trying to build what I call undue or toxic tolerance to something that is actually harming us. So we have to be really mindful of that fantasy that we're supposed to get tolerant towards these things. When something is harming us, when something is repeatedly hurting us, when it's neglecting us, it's taking away or diminishing our well-being, our happiness, our own safety, our own sense of self, our own sense of value, those are signals that tell us we need to withdraw or leave that dynamic because it is not healthy for us it's not healthy for you it's not healthy for your well-being it's not healthy for your sense of value as a human being your nervous system your body um, your dreams your desires all of that are impacted by that now 
in type number two of the discomfort approach, discomfort that's a result of moving into a new growth system, the, the cool thing here with this is that in this dynamic, we are focused on something that is adding to our well-being and happiness, and we're having to grow in capacity to receive it, to enjoy it, and to uh, keep it. There's a magic. There's a difference here, and it's a big, big, significant magic in this because this discomfort of growing into something new and healthy is asking us to open up more to what we are naturally worthy of having, worthy of being, and worthy of doing. It's getting us more in alignment with ourselves so that we can have more of that well-being, more of that happiness we deserve in our lives and we have a right to in our life. So this discomfort of growth is a product of receiving something that's slightly outside or sometimes really outside our comfort zone. So one thing I like to do with the comfort zone is just expand it. A lot of people talk about the comfort zone and getting out of your comfort zone, eliminating the comfort zone, things of that nature. I don't find that constructive. I don't find that useful. I find that very activating and triggering for the nervous system and it makes things feel unsafe. But if we approach it from the angle of like, well, I'm going to add receiving love in a safe way from another person to my comfort zone, then my comfort zone's expanded a bit. And now it becomes easier to let that happen in my life over and over. Because now I have this in addition to everything else I have in my comfort zone. What this allows us to do is start making active conscious choices about what we focus on and what we perpetrate not perpetrate uh, we per <laughs> we uh we keep make happening man man come on marshall me and p words it's um perpetuate in our yard so do i want to perpetuate shame guilt feeling worthless or do i want to perpetuate feeling safe, loved, seen, and valued. Always fun with the, the little tongue twisters there. This is what it means to expand our comfort zone. It's like, I'm going to receive these things that are adding to my well-being and happiness because they are positive, they're healthy, they're uncomfortable right now. It, there's discomfort there. But this allows me to grow. This allows me to receive more of this in my life and let go more of the things that were harmful to me. Because now I have a healthier resource, a safer resource, where I can meet those three necessities we all have of safety, of connection, and of identity through this contribution into my world. When we do the work of healing codependency, moving beyond trauma, moving into who we are, taking back our power, occupying our own personhood, taking risks on things that matter to us, we are in the act of expanding that comfort zone in a positive, healthy direction. And that's going to require us to build some tolerance towards healthy discomfort. I call it initial discomfort. So initial discomfort is that slight sense of pain and anxiety and awkwardness that emerges as we move into something new and foreign, but that is also healthy and safe for us to allow into our world. Healthy discomfort is basically a lot like the sore muscles you get when you're exercising again 
or the um, awkwardness of trying out a new skill and you're just not getting it. But then as you keep practicing it, it starts to get easier and easier and easier and you start getting it uh, normalized into your world. Well, that's what we're doing there with initial discomfort. We're beginning the process of adapting to this new thing and then allowing it to integrate into our life. So here's a way in which I handle initial discomfort because I have a fair amount of it throughout my day <clears throat> because of a lot of, you know, you get out and you market yourself, you're growing things, you're doing new things, you're going to have discomfort. First thing I do is this practice called ALI. It stands for Acknowledge, Legitimize, and Integrate. It's a core practice that I teach in the Happiness After Codependency system, and it's a core practice that's also taught in the Freedom From Codependency solo programs that I offer, as well as the workshops and everything. I throw it in pretty much everything because it's a core practice. What it stands for is I acknowledge, I legitimize, and I integrate what shows up for me. So if I'm going to apply ALI to this, that means I'm going to acknowledge that the thing is uncomfortable. Yes, I am acknowledging that doing this right now this video is uncomfortable i'm feeling the discomfort of stretching and being seen a little more okay i allow that to take up some space in my body I allow it to occupy and be there rather than trying to fix it or analyze it resist it or attach to it and try to control it. i just let it be there for a little bit that reduces the level of intensity around the discomfort. I start to relax. I start to feel safer with where I'm at. Then the next step is to legitimize. Now, legitimization means to make it real for you, real and valid for you, not anybody else. But it means I see this, this is real and valid for me. Nobody else has to agree with it. Nobody else has to, to witness it for it to be real and valid. It's simply real and valid for you. So I, I legitimize this and this uh, discomfort and a little bit of anxiety. It's like, yeah, of course I'm this uncomfortable. I'm doing something that is uncomfortable for me to do. It's okay to do that, to feel uncomfortable about it and makes sense to be uncomfortable. You got a lot of eyes on you. And so, okay, cool. That allows me to feel safer in acknowledging that discomfort as well as being where I'm at doing what I'm doing. That saferness is what I can allow in even a little deeper. And this is where integration starts to happen. It's like, I can feel safer doing this, and this is okay. And as I let my body adapt to that sense of saferness, I feel more and more calm, more confident, more oriented to what I'm doing. This is how we can navigate initial discomfort when that discomfort is related to growth in a healthy way. <clears throat> now let's go back to the first type of discomfort, which is the misalignment discomfort because harmful, neglectful things are happening to you or you're in a, in a dynamic where choices and actions are contributing to that and we need to get out of that cycle. That discomfort needs to be ALI'd in a different way. We need to acknowledge that this discomfort is showing up because I am in a place that is harming me. This is not good for me. This is unhealthy for my well-being. So I acknowledge that this discomfort's here because of what I'm going through and it's hurting and it's not healthy for me. This is an act of sobriety and this can be very activating depending on where you're at in your journey and what amount of capacity you have in your nervous system. 
So be really gentle with yourself here. Because this, I mean, I, I spent a few years acknowledging just a few things that had been going on in my world. Because it took that amount of time to navigate the intense energy that that would bring into the space. So we want to do that in little bits. It's called titration. Bit by bit we access that kind of intensity and then we take a break from it. So titration would be like 10 seconds. I give myself permission to experience this intensity for 10 seconds. I take a break from it and go do something else for a few hours and then come back and do it again for 10 seconds. That kind of thing. Really small bits at a time. So when we're acknowledging that I'm in a situation that is harming me, that is not adding to my well-being and happiness, allow that to land. And eventually you're going to get to legitimization. Now legitimization is a place in this particular approach where we can free ourselves a bit from shame and guilt. It's more like, I, I, of course I'm in this kind of dynamic. It's all I've known. It's the best way I've known how to survive. And now I'm becoming aware of other options that can help me get my needs met without having to go through this anymore. That's legitimization of being in a toxic dynamic or situation. Because it doesn't require shame and guilt for us to leave or to at least acknowledge and legitimize it. Shame and guilt are programmed responses that say, hey, I'm supposed to feel shame because of this or I'm supposed to feel guilt because of this rule. We can access our own lived reality without having to go towards shame and guilt. Now, if shame and guilt show up, and they likely will, you can acknowledge that. I'm feeling shame about this. Well, of course I'm feeling shame about it. So we start legitimizing it because I've been told to feel shame about this. Interesting. And see what that starts to reveal in your world around that shame or guilt. <clears throat> so when we are running through ALI on a toxic situation, acknowledging it, legitimizing it, it's going to lead to integration. Integration is realizing that there has to be a change now. When that change pl takes place, how that takes place, it's based on your wisdom and nobody else's because you know your situation the best. Eventually, though, you'll be at a place where you're like, it's time for me to make the change. Either I need to leave this uh, situation, I need to put up a boundary, change things depending on the dynamic. <clears throat> Whatever it is you've determined needs to happen, that's when you'll start doing that. So gently with yourself because that is not an easy place to navigate there. Having done it myself a few times, gently. You don't earn the abuse. You don't earn the neglect. It is not something that um, you deserve. It is something that's a product of this incompatibility, the, the immaturity in this dynamic, and it's not something you cause. You do no one causes their abuse. Period. So, all right. <clears throat> so this is how we navigate discomfort, and how discomfort is an ally in our healing from codependency and the emergence into our well-being and happiness. So there you go, my friends. That is today's episode. It's a heads up. We do have spring enrollment open right now. That enrollment options are two options. We have the Everything Forever membership. There is eight spots left in that. There's 10 total. I only open this up once or twice a year, and it's extremely limited enrollment. So this, this year it's in June, 10 spots total. It may show up again around Christmas time. Not sure. I tend to go on my gut on that one. So this is your chance this year to jump into that. Then we have what's called, I called it yesterday, the solo 
course bundle, but I renamed it to what's called the Freedom from Codependency Solo Program. Basically, this is a collection of my four primary courses that you can get into for an extremely affordable price and go through these as an independent study where you can get guidance and support from me via email and through my online support community. But there isn't any kind of like live interaction currently in that dynamic. So you can check that out and you get the Heal Yourself strategy to help you restore safety, sanity, and your sovereignty in your world. You can get the self-trust course where you can learn how to restore your self-trust and heal and eliminate self-doubt. Get the relationship strategy where you can learn how to create happy, healthy relationships in your life using what I call the what, how, who model. And the know yourself strategy where you can come to know, love, and live who you are based on your value, your voice, and your visions. Those are all available there for you. So jump in on those. My friends, thank you for your support. Thank you for being here. Now, if this, let me know in the comments what you learned from today's video, um, as well as share this out to people you would, you feel would benefit from it. And I appreciate you. Thank you for that work, for your support. And take a moment to praise and appreciate your own efforts, because this is hard work. This is no easy thing that we're doing here. Having done it, I know I know from my own experience the kind of terror, the kind of insecurity, the kind of big question, the unknown, is this actually going to happen for me? I know what that's like. I know what the wrestle is with that unknown, and it's not easy. So I hold a lot of care and warmth for you as you journey forward in your world beyond codependency. Um, we've got your back here in the community. We've got your back here on, on in the comments and know this i know i believe in your ability to heal and thrive because i've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times sometimes it takes long sometimes it takes short doesn't matter it's within you you can heal and you can be happy so go gently with yourselves i'll see you guys in our next episode